hello, hello, and welcome to the Energy Report on the New Story pod- Podcast with me, your host, Rebecca Conran. This week's Energy Report is covering Monday the 14th of January to Sunday the 20th of January. The new year was sort of like came in with a bang. You know, I feel like we had a super whizzy, uh, whizzy, whizzy, whizzy. We had a super busy week. Uh, the first week of the year, and then it seemed to really peter off, and we started to really get internal. It's almost like uh, for us in the northern hemisphere, winter really hit. Um, <clears throat> maybe it's a little bit of that post-holiday blues going on. It could be to do in America with the government shutdown and the frustrations that we're feeling um, in our, in our local communities and also, of course, globally. Uh, but this week's uh, ritual and tarot and uh, the theme really fall in line with that kind of like going within quiet uh, contemplation energy. The theme this week is, I am allowed to take time and space for myself. You know, how many of us are so busy and we're forgetting to check in with the fact that we give ourselves permission to say no, to uh, not take on more obligations, to not um, see people if we don't have that energy. Uh, and that's what we're really going to be considering this week. The tarot this week is the hermit. This is an introspective card that really speaks to thinking things over in the privacy of your own solitude. We hear a lot that we need to quiet the mind. And sometimes that's about removing the outer distractions and really tuning into that inner dialogue, not just to hear our intuitive guidance, but to also tap into the beliefs, ideas, and automatic responses that we have already. So by going within, by doing this, we can examine and have greater power over our thoughts and emotions because it will help us to choose rather than to react This card can also speak to the need to consult a trusted teacher or guide. Maybe this week you're seeking greater understanding about a specific issue. Um, Working with others can definitely help at times. We all need support uh, at some point or another. And so this week, as we build to our lunar eclipse, which happens on Monday of next week, all signs are pointing to the necessary inward journey of deep reflection. So the weekly ritual this week, pretty self-explanatory, but very difficult to enact. Time to yourself. You know, I hear so often from my clients that they can't find the time to take rest, space, or decompression, or to tune into themselves. Is there possibly a part of yourself that feeds on fear that won't give you permission to take the rest that you need to slow down to start your day with a five or ten minute meditation? Is it really true that you don't have the time? You know, do you maybe fear the repercussions of saying no to someone else or asking for what you need? Maybe you need space from a lover or a friend or a partner or a roommate. You know, all the more reason to really take a leap uh, to truly nurture yourself this week. No one can do it but you. You know, you need moments of quiet reflection to decompress and to replenish yourself. If you're always around other people, then you won't truly know what your own energy even feels like, independent of their influence. When is the last time you rested and just spent some time with yourself? 
As we grow in our awareness, we also grow in our sensitivity. So make a plan this week to relinquish distractions and surrender into yourself. You know, that's really what we have on the agenda collectively. And the more we can do it, we give permission to other people also. By us holding good boundaries for ourselves, we help them to know that they can also have those healthy boundaries for themselves. They can take space to themselves. They can be independent and free. Speaking of independent and free, on Sunday, the 20th of January, the sun is going to go into Aquarius. Happy birthday, all you rebels. We all have a little bit of Aquarius in our chart because we all have the house of Aquarius, if not uh, something in the planet, uh, some planet in uh, the energy of Aquarius. So this definitely always affects all of us in some way. And with the sun or the self entering into Aquarius, you can bet that there's going to be a feeling of pushing humanitarian agendas and advocating for the collective consciousness. Aquarius isn't going to fall in line with the norm. It's an energy that wants to push past the beaten path. This is so necessary for breaking out of old, outdated, unworn uh, rituals and uh, ways and systems of control in our society. We definitely need this. Um, This is a curious, intellectual, frank energy that is connected to finding fairness and justice for the underdog, the downtrodden, and the oppressed. This is a sign of revolution and of reform. If things aren't working, then they need to change. And Aquarius is just the energy to really get that going. With this placement, we want equality. We want freedom. And we want to let our freak flag fly. Because why the hell not? Whoever said we couldn't. Uh, So we're going to possibly feel this shift and the subsequent lunar eclipse deeply here in America. Uh, The lunar eclipse is going to happen on the 21st of January, and I'm not going to talk about that until the next podcast, but it's the day after the sun enters Aquarius. So I think, you know, in America, we still have this government shutdown continuing. And right now, hundreds of thousands of federal workers have been forced to go without pay, causing them undue stress and suffering. You know, and as these jobs go unmanned too, because who wants to work without pay? A lot of these jobs, uh, people are calling out sick. Um, probably to also um, try to um, support their income in other ways. You know, it creates instability in the infrastructure that the people of this country rely on. You know, our air traffic, uh, for one. So travel being uh, seriously affected. Um, So I wouldn't surprise, I wouldn't be surprised if we see um, this energy really getting our uh, getting a fire burning in us about um, you know uh, our anger at this happening, our anger on behalf of our communities, um, and I wouldn't be surprised if if through 2019, as we kind of move into this new 2020 energy, that we see possibly in America some riots that maybe mirror the yellow vest riots in France as people become more and more exhausted and downtrodden and want to rise up against the powers that seek to oppress. So what can we do? Well, we can take good care of our communities and all of those we we touch that we come into contact with, seeing the divine in everyone and showing that while sometimes we may be down, we're definitely not out. You know, I think that the best thing that we can always do is just be really tapping into those that are close to us 
Uh, what can we do in our closest community, in our friend group even? You know, uh, stay local, support your local community. And as we all are able to do that, we can see that kind of expand outwardly. So keep things uh, close to you. And then you'll be able to also see like immediate change in things as well. I think oftentimes we get really um, stressed with the idea of like all of the things that need to change and, and uh, you know, the big picture is really big, you know, and, and can be kind of exhausting to even think about. But if we can look at what we can do in our communities and with those that we are close to, our neighbors, um, we can kind of like make that vision more focused for ourselves, and it is still just as powerful and helpful on a whole. So the 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 lunar eclipse, um, the supermoon in Leo at zero degrees on Monday the twenty first. This is a big deal, you know. Um, this is the final eclipse of the Aquarius Leo axis, and it's going to bring the culmination of what you've been working on for a while now, the culmination of emotional story. And sometimes that's outpictured, but sometimes it's just an internal shift that's going on. Uh, And we're going to talk about that more in next week's uh, energy report. But I did want to discuss the new year. You know, I know it can be very confusing and people wonder, what is a new year all about? Is this a man-made human construct that a new year arbitrarily begins on December, uh, on January 1st, uh, and an, a year ends on December 31st. You know, it can seem like, um, it's a made up human construct. And the short answer is it is a made up human construct. It's what we've created as humans to engage with each other in some sort of semblance of order on earth. That's what linear time has been, uh, has done for humans. This doesn't mean that spiritually that we don't adapt to these shifts though, because we do. Um, the astrology of New Year's Eve, I found this year synchronistically was extremely powerful and potent and fitting for a new year vibration. I thought we really started, uh, that new energy, that new three energy with a bang. And it felt very different. And as our numerology shifts, we also bring in a different energy. But really, as we move through the entire zodiac, each element or sign has a deep impact on our growth. And I thought it might be helpful to break down what each energy portal helps us to do. Because even though we have this shift of a new year on January the 1st, uh, energetically, the new year goes from Aries to Pisces. So as we discussed lightly last week, that has us ending and beginning around March the 20th of each year. So let's talk about um, what begins with Aries and ends with Pisces and everything in between. All of it is an important step for us spiritually. And sometimes knowing this information can help us to live in harmony with our spiritual self, regardless of what uh, our human, uh, behaviors entail and linear time is expressing to us, we can still choose to live in harmony with, um, the lessons and the love that are available to us. So even as the, even though, you know, we as humans have learned to be extremely productive in the winter months that we, we didn't do that in, in, uh, ancient times, you know, in times when we had to be extra active and gather and hunt, in the summer and fall, and then sort of hibernate 
and, uh, and shut things down in the winter. You know, we don't have to do that anymore. But that doesn't mean that symbolically and spiritually, uh, these um, cycles aren't beneficial to us. So we can still honor the cycles of our life and learn when to push forward and when to ease back. And, and oftentimes these different energies, they're helping to prompt us to do that. So we start with Aries. Aries really starts our energetic new year. And Aries gives us the spirit, power, and courage to give birth. You know, you got to really have some power going behind you to push, to push forward, to push upward, to give birth. Um, So Aries helps us to have that warrior within uh, that amplifies our ability to move forward with new ideas, new life, new endeavors, and ready, set, go. Then we enter into Taurus, and Taurus connects us to our physical bodies and our practical resources. The need to be a body. Oh yeah, we're here to be human. That's right, not just spirit. Very, very important. You know, the three most important things to a human being, air, water, food. You know, these can be spiritual too. These are spiritual activities, not just practical. They're extremely important to our ability to thrive on earth. And Taurus helps us tap into our senses and connect to our physical body. Then we move into Gemini. And Gemini connects us into our mental purpose. It gets us curious about expanding our ideas, learning new things, and socializing. Following that is Cancer. Cancer, in the summertime, connects us to our inner home, our inner mother, and our ability to nurture ourselves and others, which is paramount to human existence. Then we have Leo. Leo connects us to our expression, creativity, what we're here to share with the collective. It also reminds us to have heart and that the basis of our experience is the courage to love. After Leo, we move into Virgo. It reminds us, oh yes, we need to connect into our service. We've got to check in with our health again, our wellness. And it asks us to use practical self-care, order, and routine to bring our spiritual selves into our bodies. And we have Libra. Libra connects us to our balance. All work and no play makes us dull babies. So we need to temper our extremes and remember that we are also here to connect in healthy ways to other people too. Libra helps us connect in with our needs and wants and desires around relationships. Then we get into Scorpio. Scorpio reveals our hidden motivations within those relationships and with ourselves. It also gets us horny. <laughs> Just kidding. Uh, but maybe. It also says, okay, but what if we go deeper? What if we transform? What if we transmute old, outdated energy? Then we move into Sagittarius. And Sagittarius helps us come out of being bogged down in those deep emotions. And it asks, wait, what's my truth? It gets us to think big and connects us to adventure, optimism, and lightness, which is so helpful after Scorpio season. Then we move into Capricorn. Capricorn gets us nice and grounded again after that fiery Sagittarius energy. It helps us to build our spirituality into reality. It helps us to put our feet back on the ground and bring all these ideas that we've been cultivating throughout the energetic new year into tangible earthy foundations. And that's what we've been feeling in the last few weeks. And soon we're moving into Aquarius. And what does Aquarius do? Well, it says, okay, let's not go too far into our material achievements. Hang on, what about our humanitarianism? How about a bit of rebellion? Where do we need to shake some shit up? 
And then finally, we connect into Pisces. And Pisces helps us to process what we've learned the past 11 energies. It's the culmination. It says, how are we going to use our lessons to love ourselves and the collective more? It helps us to create a new dream for the following energetic year. So each energy is a vital piece of the pie, and there's gifts and lessons within each one. And that's just really, you know, that's just a very short uh, uh, run through of these energies. They're so dynamic and full of um, so much information. But how are you going to honor the energy of Aquarius for yourself for this next chapter? That's really the question that we're going to tap into this week. I want to thank our latest um, patrons who are helping to support the availability of this podcast. Uh, Felicity, Marta, Allie, and Megan, thank you so much for your support. And if you'd like to become a patron for any amount of these reports, the New Story podcast, uh, you can visit my Patreon, uh, which is linked in the show notes. And uh, yeah, so friends, take good care of yourselves and good care of your nervous systems. Get very grounded as we shift into this Aquarius energy and take care of yourself and one another. Sending you love. 